Howdy, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Bobby as usual. We've spent the last couple of weeks just doing a little like get to know us kind of stuff or some questions, basically. I think the last two weeks we've been taking questions from our students. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. The week before was a question one too, but it was more business oriented, but we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled business podcast. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the concept of letting your business break so you can figure out how to improve it. So we'll get into that. But how you doing, Bobby? I'm good, man. I'm good. When we first started kind of discussing this topic, it brought me back to a place in my mind. It was like the first vacation that I ever took when I was a business owner. Or maybe it wasn't the first. It was one of the two. There was one where I went to Jamaica, and that was when I was more of like a true solopreneur. And that was terrible. And then there was another one where we went to Anna Maria, And that was the first time that I had hired somebody to help, like just kind of like one off to help with the blog while I was gone. That was right after we started Laptop Empires, if I remember. I think so. And it was terrible. (laughs) They were both bad experiences, but it made me think about that. And it's funny because you went on vacation last week, which is, you know, why we're, why we're talking about this today, but you were able to leave your business and Laptop Empires, so the marketing agency and LE for a whole week. And you were like, man, this is great because nothing went wrong. (laughs) Everything just went smoothly. It's hard to get to that point in business. But I do think like for me, I, I think I'm in a place now with the team, the Millennium Money Man team and the LA team, like I could do that too. But mm-hmm. it's been like a very long road to get to It takes to a while. Point. Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah. And to give some perspective to that, for those of you that are listening, like I drove to where we were going, middle of nowhere, Nebraska. It was very relaxing. This is kind of funny. The entire city of Lincoln, where University of Nebraska, like the Cornhuskers are, their total number of COVID cases was less or no, it was like just a little bit more than how many cases we had in a day in the county I live in, in Fort Worth, just the one, one of the days we were gone. It was insane. So there was like no COVID there. Everybody, you know, is in masks because they're worried, but it's like sure. the, the town had zero cases. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. But, you know, to put it in perspective, I left, I drove on a Sunday and then I drove back on a Monday, but Really from like Friday before I left, like Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, I unplugged. And so I went essentially from Friday afternoon until Tuesday morning, you know, almost 10 days. And I opened my computer for about 30 minutes total. Like that's how unplugged I was. And the only piece of work I did, I did pepper you guys with some stuff because I did open it to like, I was kind of going through a course and I was like, Ooh, look at these things I found. And I like sent you guys a couple of messages, but the only work I did was uh, one of my, one of the agency teams sent me some copy that she edited for me to review because her 
English is not her first language. So she wanted me to double check it. So, I mean, it literally took me two minutes, but it, it was just crazy. And I didn't have to worry about the clients were got good results. They're happy. You know, I'm, uh, I didn't get, usually when I've left before I come back and it's just like, boom, like in my <laughs> face, like tons of messages and things. And like, I've been kind of able to ease back in. So very, very different experience. But like you said, it's taken a long time to get there and it's taken a lot of trips to get there. <laughs> And that's kind of like, that's kind of the point behind today's episode. If you've been listening to the show, you know, one of my favorite, well, if you listen to the question things, we think we talked about our favorite books and one of my favorite business books is Work Less, Make More by James Shramko. And he talks about this concept of breaking your business, of intentionally taking time away from the business for over a week at a time or a month at a time or whatever. And he's like, you should regularly be doing this to step away and see how your team handles things and how your systems work. And if you're away for enough time, things will break, things will go wrong, but that allows you to find the holes in your business. So you can come back and you can patch those up. And every time you do it, you should get closer and closer to being a CEO, not working in your business, but working on the bigger picture for your business and just working on managing the team. So anyway, so that's kind of what we're talking about today. And, and, it works like it's worked over time. And I, I thought about it a lot this time because I took such a heavy step back. Right. And it went fairly smoothly. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I need to read that book. I've not read that book. I guess I just need to like order it like today when we get it's off. Quick. The podcast. It is a fast, yeah. like action packed, no fluff, just like James, like James, if you've ever talked to him or listened to him, talk to anybody I was talking to Ben, you know, uh, Pog Miller, one of our coaches, for those of you who don't know who he is, um, and he's in his his coaching program at Silver Circle. And he was I was asking him about it maybe two weeks ago. And he was like, James is just like you think he is. He if you ask a question like there's no fluff, like he tells you like it is, like if you're doing something dumb, he tells you it's just straight to the point. Um, and that's how his book is. Like that he just it's like, this is the concept, here's how it works, here's actionable steps, go. Next thing. Like, which is Fantastic, because most business books are just like ninety five percent bullshit, like fluff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me, of, you know, just talking about this, like you have to break things. For me, it's happened very, very slowly over the course of a long time. But like the one where we went to Anna Maria Island, I, my big fear—it's like in, in your business, you have these fears of like mm-hmm. if this happens or if this doesn't happen, then my whole business is going to go away. And they're kind of usually—I don't know if this has been the same for you, but. Like looking back on some of the fears that I've had about my business, they're kind of silly, but it's, yeah. they're not like, they don't feel silly at the time. Like I, the big one for me, uh, for AMI was like, I needed somebody to manage the comments for the blog and just make sure that like comments were approved or like put in spam or whatever. Right. And for some reason I thought that was like massively important and like looking mm-hmm. back on it now, it's not very important at all especially to like let comments sit for like a week before they you know get approved or not approved. But for some reason I felt like that was really a big deal. And so I hired this person to do that and like sort the comments for me and uh, she didn't do it. And I remember being, I checked in on the blog during my vacation. I was like, Oh my God, this person is not doing what I asked them to do. And I was pissed and it like ruined the first day of my vacation ruined trip. Yeah. And looking back on, it, I'm like, man, that's so dumb. One, I shouldn't have hired anybody to do that because that, it's not a worthwhile thing to hire somebody to do anyway, but you know what happened? Nothing, nothing bad happened with the company. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like every time that I've had something where I'm, I'm concerned about it by going on a vacation, 
it's like, oh, what if I don't respond to this client? In the early days when it was just client work, it was like, what if I don't respond to this client within 24 hours? Like, are they going to fire me? And they don't do that. <laughs> like, that's not what no. happened. Especially if you let them know that you're going on vacation. And I, and I had done that and I was still concerned about it. So I think there's just like fear. Uh, there's like this deep-seated fear sometimes when you're a business owner because there is nothing, like you're not on a salary, like technically, like, I, you know. I oh, yeah. You, you eat what you kill. Yeah, you kill, and so that makes it a little scarier because if you lose some of that, you know, yeah, even like a portion of it. Like I think that there have been times where it's like if I lost a portion of my income because something went horribly wrong, it, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. But you still worry about it. So the concept of like purposely breaking your business sounds sounds terrifying a little bit. But I think if I just look at like every time I something did break when I went on vacation or I or I left, like. I learned something from it and I learned what was important, what wasn't and what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a big thing with, with client work. And, you know, I want to talk about this concept, like if you lose a client, like, you know, cause like what's the worst that can happen. I think, I think about this a lot from that perspective of like, if you're a freelancer and you've got a client paying you $2,000 a month, like, okay, if that client goes, that sucks, that hurts. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And so that was always, that was always my biggest thing. My biggest fear was like, well, if I don't, talk to them on the weekend or in the evening, they're going to be mad. Or if I go on vacation and I'm not available to them, they're going to be mad and they're going to leave me. Or if the ad stops performing while I'm gone and we can't fix it, they're going to leave. Like there's all these, you know, kind of situations and you're worried about losing this huge source of income. And for me, I really didn't conquer that fear until I realized that I could replace my clients, any of them. You know, like if somebody left, okay, whatever, there will be another one. And I think, you know, it goes back to this concept I've said a lot of times, like I've had people ask me, like, if this business fails, like I always say to people, like worst case scenario, I have to go be a lawyer again, right? Like, oh boy, like that's a, you know, that's a bad career. You know, (laughs) I want to like, I can make good money. I can make a living as a lawyer. But the reality is like, I'll never go to that because if my business totally went away, I still have these skills and I would just change my business model. And I know I could go out and do a bunch of things that I don't want to do to land clients and and make money again. And so I think when you finally get to a point where you realize, especially in like the freelance thing, once you've been doing this for a while and you know how to get clients, like you can always get more clients. Yeah. Right. And so then you can stop worrying so much about like, well, what happens? What if I lose this client? And any problem that happens, like a solution will provide itself. Like if you're showing up every day and you're doing the things you need to do, you know, like every time I lose a client, I, I tell my wife about it and Katie's like, eh, whatever, you know, she's like, no big deal. And you might be thinking, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're making good money from it. So that's why no, but what it is, is that she knows in her head, like it's going to be replaced. And so then what, what ends up happening almost every single time I lose a client is within a week. I have a new client that just seems to have come out of nowhere. But what it is, is I just, there's things that I do every day. And so then I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I got a new client. And she's like, Oh, cool. She goes like, every time you lose a client, like something happens, another one appears magically, like within a few days. So I'm never worried about it. And that's why when I tell her, you know, she's like, okay, no big deal. She's less stressed about it than I am. Right. And, and that's because she's able to be more objective about it. And so you just got to get to that place of, I know that's really hard to say, but like, you've got to get to that place where you just trust yourself and say, if this bad thing happens, I'm capable of going out there and fixing it. 
right? right? Like I can make it better. You know, it's the same thing with like an, an ad campaign or, or a funnel or anything, you know, I still, to this day, we put out a new funnel, we're working on a webinar, whatever, you know, we put something out and I always have this resistance of working on it for a few days because I'm like, well, what if this isn't going to work? Or I'm not thinking that, but like, that's actually the reason behind it is I'm scared it's not going to work. And then after a couple of days of like, I get so frustrated that I haven't done something that I go do it because I finally think to myself, like worst case that happens is we try this thing. It doesn't work. We know why it didn't work and we go fix it. And it's the same concept when you're, you're walking away, you're taking a trip or you're stepping away from clients or the blog or whatever. If something breaks, who cares? You can go and fix it. You know, it's not a day or a week is not really going to hurt you at all. Right. That's a hard concept. I know there are people listening to this that are like, well, that sounds nice. <laughs> you know, I think, I, yeah, it, but it does, but it, it's one of those things like it, it takes time to get to that place and it takes experience. And I don't think it's necessarily something that ever fully goes away. It does. Um, Cause I'm thinking of my, my good friend, Jim, I've talked about him probably a million times before. He's a mentor uh, of mine. A good friend. He owned a swimming pool company for a long time and ran it. I mean, it just, Brandon is a great company, um, over seven figures a year in revenue, just you know, basically cleaning pools and doing pool maintenance. And every winter, like winter is the really slow time for pool companies for cleaning and stuff like that. And every winter he would be like, oh man, I don't feel like I'm going to make it. And he would tell me a story where he would talk to his wife about it. And just every, you know, like October, November, December, he'd be just like, God, I don't know if we're going to make it this year. Like, I don't think it's going to work. Like we've lost this many clients or things are so slow. And then every year it always picked back up. And it went like this for like 20 years. And he, he constantly freaked out about it until one day she was just like, Jim, shut up every single year. It, it always <laughs> comes back. It always comes back. Like you always freak out about this. I'm tired of hearing about it. And right. then he, was, he stopped complaining about it after that. But it's, it's one of those things that's like you have those kind of like cycles of fear, I think, in your business sometimes. And then you just got to – and he was – you know, this was happening when he had been running it for like 25 years at that point. And it had just the same thing over and over again. So it's just interesting how that, that seems to happen to business owners. And I think it's just the, the lack of safety net maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And it's tough. Cause like, I'm, I'm telling this, I'm, you know, this story and I'm like trying to be like, okay, you know, you reach a point where you just go, I can do, I can get more, I can replace this. Like if this happens, you know, but before that happens, you know, at the same time, it's like, as I'm talking, I'm having this internal dialogue. <laughs> well, maybe the person listening is like, well, I'm not there yet. You know, you just got to work to get there. Right. And that's like, we harp so much with our students about client acquisition, you know, and it's one of those things that like, if you wait until you lose a client, to go focus on client acquisition. It's gonna take a while and it's gonna hurt. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing your client acquisition tasks, if you're putting in your reps every single day, then when a client falls away, you'll have built up a pipeline and it's gonna come back. You know, and one of the easiest ways to kind of describe that is like, if you're building an email list, for example, and you're client-based and you lose a client, it's as simple as sending out some emails and letting people know that you're taking on work. Somebody's going to bite. That's why it's so important to kind of build those kind of assets and things. And if you're, you know, a content creator, you're a blogger, whatever, you can get ahead. You know, like there's certain things you can do, like you can schedule your content and you can step away. And the things that you're worried about, like the worst case scenarios, they're survivable. Like even if, let's say that you did the work, you have a blog and you were leaving for, you are going, I don't know, on vacation for a week to the beach and you had three articles scheduled and something happened and none of them went up. Who cares? 
right? Like even if you mismanaged your time and you didn't get those written, and so you went on vacation and you weren't going to be publishing for a couple of weeks, you weren't going to be writing emails to your list. Well, you can come out when you get back and publish an article and email your list and do a Facebook post and just be like, sorry, guys, I was on vacation, didn't put out some content for a while. Here's a new piece of content. And everybody's going to be like, oh, welcome back. Hope you had a great time. And then they're going to devour it. Right. And at the end of the day, that lost week is not going to set you back so far in your ability to rank on Google or anything like that. It's just in your mind. It's this huge thing. (laughs) But it's not. It's really not. Yeah, that's that's been interesting for me to watch Coral with her YouTube channel um, because she is, I mean, she started about a year ago and uh, it's going going well, but she's still in that place right now that I was at when I was about a year into blogging where she's like, if I don't get this email out on time, you know, it's going to be bad. Or if, I, if this video doesn't post it, you know, X time or whatever, she's still really concerned about that. And so it's hard. It's like, I have to like recognize that I was in that same place too. But then I also try to tell her like, look, if you miss an email or if you miss a a YouTube video going up or whatever, it's okay. Like nothing, nothing bad happens. But I think there's just this fear, this like ingrained fear. Cause I remember there were times like where I felt like, man, if I don't get this blog post out at 9am, cause I I went through a long period of time where I got, I had an email and a a blog post like live 9am, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every single day at the same time. And I remember when I started getting really busy I couldn't keep up that schedule because I was just like solopreneur. I didn't have any help doing anything, editing or anything. And so I was like really starting to like slip on the times that the blog post came out and things like that. Right. And what I found is that nobody really cares. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. I don't even know that it's nobody cares. They don't know. Yeah, they like, don't notice. People don't know that you're emailing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They just know that your emails show up every week randomly. Right. Like if it was a Tuesday, they wouldn't know. Yeah. And I, th- I do think if I could go back and do it again, I wouldn't set it up the way that I did. Like there's a, a good example that I think of um, uh, budgets are sexy. Uh, Jay money. He doesn't run it anymore. He, he just left the, the blog, but there's another guy that came in. I think it's like 5 a.m. Joel is it like what his name is, but they set it up. Like the expectation is, Hey guys, I'm going to email you at this time every single day and I'm never going to miss it. And that was one thing Jay money, like apparently he never missed a day. But I think if it was me, I wouldn't set it up that way because if you lay out that expectation of, to your audience of like, hey, you're going to get something from me every single day at this time and you talk about it a lot, then they will expect it. But if you just say, hey, I, like, I think that Grant Sabatier from Millennial Money, uh, he did this really well. Early on, he would he basically said like, hey, I'm going to put stuff out when I put it out and I'll let you know. And I, and I think he did that and there was another blogger that did that, uh, Mad Fientist. Mm-hmm. They never set an expectation for when the content was going to come out. It just came out when it came. And I think that that's probably the healthier way to do it for yourself as a business owner. The problem mm-hmm. is it's harder. And I think what happens, you know, I used to give people the advice of you have to do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because we've talked about this a lot. Entrepreneurship is a game of like, how long can you last? Yeah. Like, can you outlast everybody else? And can you keep doing this? And I, I think what I see with content creators really anybody. It's like, if they want to be successful with something and they're starting from scratch, if they start doing, if they get into the habit of like, "Ah, I'm going to do it later, I'm going to do it later, then they eventually quit. And so I think that's where a lot of that kind of advice of like, you do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you don't stop because it's just a matter of like, you've got to keep going Mm -hmm. until you start to get traction and money starts to come in. And if you don't, then you're going to stop and you're going to like miss out on all this cool stuff that you wanted to do. So it's, it's just a weird, you know, it's a weird balance of like, those things aren't important, but they are important as far as like consistency and all that. 
flexibility is your enemy until you learn discipline around anything that you're trying to do. And so like, you know, I work with a lot of fit pros and when I had my fitness business, we, we really talked about like flexible dieting and developing where you could eat things you enjoyed and still stay on plan and get results. And that is fine. And it works incredibly well. It's what I recommend the long term. But if you look at people that get incredible results starting a fitness plan at the very beginning, they set rules for themselves and they're very rigid and that works. And I know, for example, and I need to do this, right? Like when I way back in the day got in shape, I set a rule for myself that I would not eat anything after eight o'clock. And that seems kind of random, but in this period of the last year that I've been trying and failing to get in shape, I know that one of my biggest challenges is that if I don't get to bed early enough and I start to get tired, I start to get the munchies and I get into this like alternating salt sweet dilemma of like, (laughs) oh, I'll just have a handful of goldfish. And then it's like, oh, okay, I'll have a piece of this dark chocolate. Well, now it's all sweet. I need some more goldfish and I go back and forth (laughs) and then I end up, it's like escalating what I eat and then I eat like an extra meal, right? And so- that rigidity, like I have to put that in place for myself now. I like, I know this cause I've like seen it, you know, it's like, okay, I have to have that structure. And so if you don't go, like I'm going to, the podcast is a really good example, right? Like we've not missed an episode and, and we've just been like, we are going to do one every single week. It's going to go out every single Monday. We're at a place now where we've been doing this for two years. Like if you and I just were like, didn't want you know if we wanted to like skip one i don't think it'd be a big deal because i don't think us skipping one week would result in us like ending the podcast right you know and but you have to get to that point first you have to develop that the discipline of doing the thing before you uh you start playing with it and being loosey-goosey because it's too easy to like get looser and looser and more and more flexible until you're not doing something right yeah no i totally agree with that so how does this kind of come back to what James says in his book, because I haven't read it. So, you know, we've talked about all these things like understanding that there can be flexibility in the business and you can leave and you can do these things. And, you know, so how does this fit into what he wants or what he says about breaking the business? So if you have a team, it's, it's pretty simple. It's saying, okay, team, you're going to do this while I go away. Right. And then you see what happens over that week. And then you come back and you go, okay, what worked, what broke? Okay, let's fix those things. And then you work on that. And then the next time you try again and you see what new thing broke, right? So we've got, so that, so that's the first thing. But I think from like a more practical standpoint, if you don't have a team or you're just building a business and you're trying to, you're worried about things, you experiment with like not doing something, right? Like letting something go, right? Or setting boundaries, right? And you find out if it's a problem. So for example, let's say that you are having a problem where your clients are talking to you too much on the weekend and you want to reserve your weekends for yourself. Give yourself one weekend where you give yourself permission to do nothing for the business and not respond to any clients and then come back on Monday and communicate with them 
and see if anybody gets mad. And I can tell you what's going to happen. They're not going to be mad, but you got to see that for yourself. So that's an example of like, let it break, right? Or even better, if something does break, see that it's not a problem. Like it ends end up being the end of the world. Right. So I think you can find instances like that. Like you said, just like, what if you only approve comments one day a week, you know, on your blog? What if you only spend 30 minutes a day responding to things in your Facebook group? What will happen? Facebook groups are a really good example. It's so easy to get lost in a Facebook group. Yeah. But what you'll find is like, and I know you know this, but like, if you've got a Facebook group and you're trying to engage on every post and then you go, I'm going to spend 30 minutes a day and you're worried about what will happen post being left unanswered, your community starts to take over some of that responsibility for you. Right. Oh, and then you can go in and you can either build upon what they said. And then you're encouraging that person. Cause like, Oh, so-and-so, you know, made an incredible point. I would just add this or, Hey, that's a really good point here's a counterpoint, like here's something else to consider or even, you know, like, or, Hey, I've got nothing else to add here. You know, like that you'd be surprised and you can, so you can just think of things in your business that like you're worried about or that you want to change and just experiment with that change, let it break. So you can find out what needs to happen. And I think this is a lot when you talk about, we are starting to do so much more of this. Maybe we should start talking about this more on the podcast, but like design, like life design, right? And building your business around the life that you want and instead of building your life around the business. And it's so hard to do, but the earlier in your business you start doing it, the easier it is, right? And if you say, I want this, I want to change this thing, most of the time when you make that change, there will be zero consequence. And the thing that you're worried about isn't going to be a problem. Like if you're going to just not work on the weekends and you have clients, they're not going to care. Right. But then if there is something and you go, I want to change this and it's a problem. Here's an example. Maybe you want to have somebody respond to your emails for you because you've got a massive inbox, right? But we've got support people. When you do that, that person is going to say the wrong things. They're going to not know what to do. Everything's going to break. But they're isolated incidents that really don't have a huge impact on your business. And every time that person says something wrong, it's an opportunity for you to show them how you would have rather it be worded or what the right response should have been or whatever. And then they learned until they break the next thing and you fix that and they break the next thing, you fix that. And then you wake up one day and you never go into your inbox. So there's just so many ways to apply this, but if you don't step away, you won't know what to do. You won't know what will and won't work. And so whether it's taking a vacation or it's just changing something like you just have to give yourself a week, like do something for a week and see what the result is and then tweak. And I think everything in business is like do a thing and then improve it. Like that's it. But so many people are scared of it not working that they don't do it. And so they're stuck. Like the, the one thing you can guarantee is like, shit's going to break. You're going to fail. Right. Right. But as soon, the sooner that you realize that like, that's a positive for you and your business, the better. And then realizing it never goes away. Like we're talking <laughs> about this. We don't have it all figured out. We're not, it's not that we're not, 
I was very scared about losing probably about five grand a month in income on this trip because of me stepping away. And there were certain clients where I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. And I was worried about it and nothing happened. Nothing happened because it was just in my head. That's what, yeah, it's how it always is though. This has actually inspired me. I think I'm going to, I have not told the team about this yet. So if they listen to the podcast, they might find out, but I think I'm going to take a week off in the beginning of like August. Just do it. Cause it, one, I've, you know, it's, it's a good time to do it because I've brought on a lot of people lately and we've built a lot of systems. I've got a new assistant, mm-hmm. just brought, brought Larry on. Like we just, we've done a lot of stuff on the millennial money man and the laptop empire side, but I already know the Ellie side is going to be fine. Cause you just took a week off and it was like, well, oiled machine. So maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll just take a week off and just see what's, what needs to be fixed. You know, what was really interesting about this is just kind of a last note and maybe other people don't care, but (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was interesting that like, for me, I went away and I didn't stress and things went smoothly and I felt good about it. Yeah. But I came back and you made the comment like, wow, that went really smoothly and I didn't stress about you being gone. And I think that that's really a good sign too, because I know when you go on vacation, it stresses me out. It does because, you know, you just, you feel like things aren't moving forward, you know, when the other person leaves. And so that can be stressful, but things did move forward because, you know, and I think a lot of credit goes to to Rachel too. Like we brought Rachel on, she's probably listening. Maybe she's listening to this. I don't know. But like we brought Rachel on to, to help us really on like the, marketing operations side of things like when we're creating products and things to like kind of move projects forward and get all those things together and if we hadn't had her there you know that was what i that was a lot of what i did so that probably would have been stressful to you where it was like either you were having to do a bunch of stuff or you were stressing about me not doing that thing you know and it would have been crazy coming back this week like planning a launch, like you can do everything for a launch, but you don't usually, that's not all on you. Right. Yeah. So that was to me very, a big positive that not only like I felt good about it, but like you felt good about it. Yeah. I think we should probably, because I agree, I think having the right people in place, especially, you know, people that aren't there yet or, or they're getting to that point, like putting the right people in place is, is everything. And I think we've made a lot of good hires lately for Ellie. And I've, I feel like I've made some good ones for millennial money, man. And you and I have talked back and forth about that, but I think we should probably do a podcast episode that just talks about like kind of what the teams look like and what people do, because I think that might be pretty insightful. We've kind of like briefly talked about it on the podcast, like just in passing, but I think going through and like, Hey, here's, here's kind of how some of these things work. Uh, at least from like a top level, like, you know, here's, here are the people we have in place to help us with things. I think that would be pretty helpful for people. So maybe in the future we'll do that. I like I'm writing that down right now. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Yeah. If you guys think that that's a good idea, let us know in the comments. Email us team at laptopempires.com. You know, whatever. But if we hear some that you guys like that idea, kind of a behind the scenes look at, you know, the LE org structure or like team structure or however you want to talk about, it, I think that could be a cool, t- that could be a cool topic. Yeah. So big thing I got out of this is just, you know, set your business up to where you can leave and then you've actually got to do it. <laughs> you've got to rip the mandate off and do it and do the scary part of it. Well, and not even leave. Like if you ever feel that there's something in your business you don't like or that you want to change, try changing it. 
Because I think that that's more applicable to most people. Like if you don't have a team yet, you know, if you want to take weekends off, take weekends off. Here's one for you. Cooper used to go to school when he was like two, he went to this or three, he went to a little preschool and it was only Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Not Fridays and not Mondays. And Monday was always this really stressful day for me. Cause like I had him home with me and my clients, like everybody come back off the weekend and were really wanted to do stuff. And I did this thing. I went to all my clients and I said, I'm home with the kids on Monday. So I'm just taking Mondays off. So if you need something, you can send me, but I'm not going to respond to anything until Tuesday. And I, I was really scared to do that in my business. And it went over incredibly well. And what ended up happening was I gave myself permission to not deal with that stuff. They might message me, but they already knew ahead of time, like, hey, you can't get mad at me about this because I'm not going to respond to you on Monday. And sometimes I did the work on my, I got into the work and sometimes I saved it to Tuesday. But it was a big thing. Like if you think about Mondays are crazy for any business to take off Monday seems insane. Right. But nothing bad happened. Only good things came of it. And I think if you can be in the mindset of like only positive things can come from this, then you're going to do fine because even if something breaks, you'll tweak it and it will become a positive. You just got to make that mental shift and it's hard. So, uh, but you got to try Like there's no magic. I can't say, Hey, think these magic thoughts and it will become <laughs> easy. You just have to try. So, right. All right. Well, that's all we got guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we will see you next week. You've been listening to the laptop empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. We out.